Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. I just wanted to let you know, last night I went uh, to see the movie Sword of Trust. It is by Lynn Shelton. Uh, It stars Mark Maron, among some other great actors, comedians, improvisers. Uh, The story was written out, uh, but the movie, uh, pretty much all the lines were improvised, from what I understand. Uh, So I saw the movie last night. I thought it was very funny. And uh, there's some really heartwarming, uh, dramatic moments as well. And uh, at the end of the movie, Mark Marin was interviewed by the Chicago actor and director, filmmaker Joe Swanberg. The audience got to ask some questions as well. I asked him to delve a little bit deeper into his acting process uh, because he's relatively new to acting and he talks about that a lot on his podcast And uh, he likes to get, as he even said um, during the Q&A, free lessons from the actors that he has on his podcast. Uh, So I was just curious uh, with this character specifically, uh, how he got into character, what were some things he did to get into character, tips and tricks, that sort of thing. Um, But if you know anything about him and you see the movie, you sort of realize a good portion of the character is actually him himself. He's bringing a lot of his own personal experiences Uh, to the character, which I think uh, was sort of written into the character uh, to begin with. But, you know, my question was pretty basic and not all that interesting, but he was very gracious and he gave me a good answer. Uh, He said that it was all about sort of being in the location. Uh, He works in a pawn shop and just sort of being there and sort of taking on the the personality and the the character of, you know, who is that guy who owns this pawn shop? Uh, and then at the end, he said, hey, great question. You you could have a career asking questions, but I think he was being a little silly because it was uh, not the most interesting question in the world. Let's get to the words. First for this episode is amplifier, A-M-P-L-I-F-I-E-R. This is a noun from 1546, one that amplifies specifically an electronic device as in a stereo system for amplifying voltage current, or power. Next we have amplify, with an F-Y at the end. This is a verb from the 14th century. Transitive definitions are 1. To expand as a statement by the use of detail or illustration or by closer analysis. 2a. To make larger or greater, as in amount, importance, or intensity. Synonym is increase. 2b. To increase the strength or amount of, especially to make louder. 2c. To cause a gene or DNA sequence to undergo amplification. The intransitive definition is to expand one's remarks or ideas, and we have a synonym that is the word expand. I am currently using a microphone which, by the technology of electricity and some other things, I'm guessing, is amplifying my voice and allowing it to be recorded into uh, a recorder. Next, we have amplitude. Man, I'm so sick of your amplitude. This is a noun from 1542. One, extent of dignity, excellence, or splendor. Two, the quality or state of being ample. Synonyms are fullness and abundance. 3. The extent or range of equality, property, process, or phenomenon as 3a. The extent of a vibratory movement 
as of a pendulum measured from the mean position to an extreme. Mean, in this case, is M-E-A-N, uh, but more specifically, uh, it basically means the average position. 3B, the maximum departure of the value of an alternating current or wave from the average value. 4. The angle assigned to a complex number when it is plotted in a complex plane using polar coordinates, called also argument, and compare to absolute value 2. Uh, in the number 4 definition, it said the angle assigned, and I kind of wanted to say the angel assigned, uh, but that is spelled A-N-G-E-L. Uh, but I do find it funny when people uh, mistakenly switch the spellings of those two words. I'm sure you can find examples of that on the internet. Next we have amplitude modulation. Two words. This is a noun from 1921. Modulation of the amplitude of a radio carrier wave in accordance with the strength of the audio or other signal. Also, a broadcasting system using such modulation and compare to frequency modulation. Next we have ampoule. I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, it can be spelled either A-M-P-O-U-L-E or A-M-P-U-L-E or A-M-P-U-L. This is a noun from 1886. One, a hermetically sealed small bulbous glass vessel that is used to hold a solution for hypodermic injection. Two, a vial resembling an ampoule. It says this is from the Middle English ampoule, A-M-P-U-L-L-E, which means flask. And that's the most interesting part of the etymology. Next we have, uh, it could be pronounced a couple different ways. First way is ampula. Uh, second way is ampula. It is spelled A-M-P-U-L-L-A. This is a noun from before the 12th century. One, a glass or earthenware flask with a globular body and two handles used especially by the ancient Romans to hold ointment, perfume, or wine. Two, a saccular anatomical swelling or pouch. Ampullary or ampullary uh, is an adjective. And both of those pronunciations are in here. Next we have ampulla of Lorenzini. So it's the same word, ampulla. Next word, of. Next word, capital L-O-R-E-N-Z-I-N-I. -I. This is from 1898. Uh, it's not telling me what it is. Uh, the definition says, any of the pores on the snouts of marine sharks and rays that contain receptors highly sensitive to weak electric fields. Uh, and after reading that definition, I think I have actually heard about this uh, when I used to watch Shark Week or things like that, because sharks are pretty damn awesome. Uh, this is from Stefano or Stefano Lorenzini. He's from 1678, uh, an Italian physician. Next, we have amputate. This is a verb from 1612, to remove by or as if by cutting, especially to cut as a limb from the body. Amputation is a noun. The etymology says uh, this is from uh, amputatus and amputare, which is made combining am or amb, which means around, plus putare, which means to cut or prune. 
And there's more at the prefix ambi, which we have read. Next is amputee, something that is very much related to the previous word. This is a noun from 1910, one that has had a limb amputated. That's it. Next we have amt, all lowercase. This is an abbreviation for the word amount. All right, next and last for this episode is Amtrak, spelled either A-M-T-R-A-C or you can throw a K at the end. This is a noun from 1944, a flat-bottomed military vehicle that moves on tracks on land or water. The etymology is from combining the words amphibious and tractor. So the A-M from amphibious and the T-R-A-C from tractor. I had no idea that this was an actual word. I just always thought of the train company Amtrak. Uh, but now I, uh, I'm guessing this is where they got it from. All right, that will end this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And as usual, send me a message, rate, review, share. Tell me how much you hate this podcast. Thank you and goodbye.